Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All righty, hour number three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show. Coast to coast on CBS Sports Radio. Kickoff coming your way 15 minutes from now for week two of the NFL season between the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Over under is 49 points and... The spread is Eagles by six. Yesterday, I thought this was going to be a blowout. Today, I I did wake up thinking that this was going to be 27-24 Philadelphia. So, I guess by that, I am taking the over, and I am plussing the six points with the Minnesota Vikings, even though I think Philadelphia will win the game. Uh, The number I really like is plus 210, plus 215 on an anytime touchdown by Dallas Goddard last week. Dallas Goddard, who I still think is one of the more underrated tight ends in the National Football League, uh, no catches. And they've been talking about how they got to make it more of an emphasis to get him the football. I'm going to expect that that happens this week. Uh, We all know how dangerous of a player Dallas Goddard is up against a soft defense as well in the Minnesota Vikings. And, And also, if I had to give you a little bit more of a similar situation here, Now, he did not get a touchdown last year when they did play, uh, talking about Devontae Smith. But Devontae Smith last year, remember that big offensive game for the Eagles to open up the year against the Detroit Lions? It was 38-35. to Devontae Smith did not have a reception in that week one game. And then the next week, they made sure to target him seven times. He had seven receptions for 80 yards. So there's going to be an emphasis to get the ball to Dallas Goddard. I could see him getting like an 18-yard touchdown catch or something along those lines in the red zone for the Philadelphia Eagles. So if the number, last time I checked, was at plus 210, plus 215, I would jump on that before kickoff on a Dallas Goddard anytime touchdown. And if you're feeling a little uh, parlaying that, same game parlay, I may have uh, looked into this if you couldn't tell. Plus 479, Dallas Goddard touchdown Jake Elliott over field goals of one and a half points. If you think that your boy Zach Gelb has been looking at some same game uh, parlays this year to kick off the football season, you may be right because only someone that would be looking at a same game parlay for plus 479 of, of uh, Jake Elliott over field goals, weird bet. And Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown, would have that information. And what I mean by information is I looked at it on my betting app of choice. All righty, Hickey. One of my favorite segments that we do here each and every week in football season. It's this QB or that QB. That is the question. And you have 
the disclaimer. That is right. This QB or that QB, the stipulation is this. We'll ask you two quarterbacks that are facing off each other. Which quarterback would you rather have on your team for this week and this week only? History, throw it out the window. Last week's performance, doesn't matter. Injuries, take into account. This is all about week two. The squads are equal. Which quarterback would you rather have that are facing off? Let's start. Wait, before you start, though. Okay. I think we need to drug test you. Drug test me? Why? Yeah, there may be some performance-enhancing drugs that you're using. You have never delivered that disclaimer as great as you just did on the show. In the offseason, you've been uh, juicing a little bit. I have been hitting the gym. Maybe I'm taking some stuff. They don't test here. At least not yet. Spike, if you're listening, drug test Hickey tomorrow. I need to see if he's on the the, the PEDs here. If any listener has some clean pee, uh, I'm in the market. I'll just say. Hickey will use a little M&M tube and... (laughs) Meet me in the back uh, we'll of the office, and we'll, uh, we'll exchange uh, some money there. That's for sure. All right. I'm not going to rat out which one of my friends uh, it was. But when we were in college, one of my friends needed to pass a drug test where it couldn't show any marijuana in his system uh, because he needed to do this to apply for a job. So they had him show up to take the drug test. And one of his friend's little brothers, like it was only like three years younger than him, uh, who was not maybe partaking in the marijuana, if we want to sound really old. He peed in an M&M jar for him, one of those M&M mini jars. Wow. Friend walked right into the drug test, poured the pee in, handed the the cup right back, and then he ended up getting the job in, in college. They don't watch you, huh? I figured they would watch you. Have you ever been on a job interview where they watch you pee? No, the I've never been at a job interview where they drug test you. No. They, I, I mean, they, that's my fault for not. They, they do not watch you pee. This is not as if it's the NFL where you have that guy that sits there and it's his job to watch UP to make sure that's a legit drug test. It wasn't like a big job or anything, but they just wanted to make sure that there weren't any drugs in the system. And my friend had to uh, do a little uh, urine swap. Switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't hurt anybody. He he didn't go out there and have the, the fake stuff. You know, I didn't go in with the, the rubber, you know what, like it was entourage oh. to make sure that it was good to pass the drug test. So anyway. Mini M&M's bottle. There you go. Take that home. Take <laughs> that for uh, or that for use. Learned <laughs> here only in the Zach right Gelb now. show. I really want to send my friend this clip of me talking about it because my I could hear my friend now be like, bro, why would you say that on the radio? Why? Why? I didn't say your name. I have a lot of friends. I'm a popular person. Or the company. Person. I don't even remember the company. It was like really like a, a oh, low job. Oh, she's not even working there anymore. Just for college. No, it was oh, like a so college job. He's clear. The fact that they were concerned about smoking marijuana at this job, it's it's actually ridiculous. But anyway, what do you got? All right, matchup of young quarterbacks here in the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. Packers at Falcons. Would you rather have Jordan Love coming off his big game or Desmond Ritter coming off a win, we'll say. So the Falcons are my pick to win the NFC South. I'm standing by that pick, and I believe that pick will be true. Uh, But with that being said, the higher ceiling and the more explosive quarterback and the better quarterback is Jordan Love. So I would pick, if it's just based off the quarterbacks, Jordan Love over Desmond Ritter. Josh Allen coming off a four-turnover meltdown against the Jets on Monday night, taking on Jimmy G, who showed a gutty effort, two touchdown passes, scrambled on third down to help win the game for the Raiders. Again, week two only here. You should be ashamed of yourself. Would you rather have Jimmy G or Josh Allen? You know what? You should be ashamed of yourself. Why should I be ashamed of myself? Because all you've done the entire offseason is talk crap about the Raiders, and you've just put – Disgusting things out there when discussing the Raiders. And now you are pumping up the Raiders to kind of justify 
the Broncos, the team that you've been loving this offseason, the last two offseasons, to, to kind of justify the loss that the Broncos had to make the Raiders actually look like a decent team. I saw what you did there. Hey, you know, now all of a sudden that's that's not a bad loss for the, for the Broncos. You know, it's okay. But no, I actually cannot say that with a straight What face. was the bet that you made last night? I will dress up as Josh McDaniels with a stupid attire. And um, hype him and up I, for a minute. I will give him a minute praise. I was going to say speech. But I'll give him a soliloquy of one minute about how great he is. If, if the Raiders finish with a better record than the Broncos. Um, Terry, on the other hand, has In Sacramento? To, yes. Has to eat. The we agreed on this because he we called back. He called you back. He called me back to get the stipulations correct. What, what was that gonna, as a kid? You did what was it? Wasn't star six seven? That's what's blocked the number. What's the thing that you would call if you got a, a number that you didn't register to to try to see who it actually was and it would call them back? Oh, I do not know. Was it? I don't think it was three one one. That's the that would you have to be like Peter Schwartz and be a narc and report people. That's right. Yes, um, I forget what the, number the neighborhood was. tattletale line. Yeah, basically, but, but but go ahead. Terry uh, has to do what? Oh, so he will eat. Pretty, he said he and he was the pinky, one that brought this up. Yes, pinky sized crickets. <laughs> He's going to eat the number of crickets that the win differential is. So if the Broncos win ten games, the Raiders win seven. Three he'll crickets. Eat three pinky sized crickets. Ooh, it's disgusting. So he volunteered. He's. Claimed he did it before, does not like it, which I hope he's not, you know, pulling our leg here and now just doing something he likes, and I'm going to be the only one suffering if I lose, but that's so, the bet. I want to say go Raiders because I want to see Hickey have to just go Ugh. on and on and on about Josh McDaniels, but then also the cricket thing seems uh, quite intriguing. And, and I think they're going to be like mini crickets, like, uh, look at your pinky, it's a decent-sized cricket. Are the crickets alive? No, 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 no. I'm just making sure. I don't no, want to have Peter. I don't mind. have Peter calling me, and then the next thing you know, we make national news, and I have reporters outside the studio saying, "What the heck are you are you running here at CBS Sports Radio?" It's just like the Mariners who do the grasshopper uh, for is it fried grasshopper? I think it is. I forget the exact delicacy they have at their stadium, but oh same, yeah, same didn't they serve that like a hot dog or something? Yeah, something we talked like about that, that, or once. just even a, a bag of. Grasshoppers, something like that. But same thing. Oh. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. So not alive. Uh, anyway, to answer your question, uh, it's Josh Allen. A- every day of the week over um, over Jimmy Garoppolo. Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow? Ooh, good question. I'm going Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow coming off a bad game. I think Joe Burrow has a monster performance. Bengals even up their uh, record on the season to one and one. Geno Smith or Jared Goff? Man, this could be the toughest one of the weekend. In terms of which QB which would you rather have? I'm gonna say Jared Goff. I just think Jared Goff will be good. Like he'll be solid throughout the entire season. I feel as if G- Geno Smith, it's gonna be a roller coaster ride this year, which may end up being a great ride at the end, but there's gonna be some good moments, there's gonna be some bad moments with Geno Smith, where Jared Goff will just be I don't think you ever look at him as great, but you're never gonna look at him as bad this year. Which QB would you rather have for week two? Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield? I think I'm going Baker. I'm believing in Baker this week. Where Justin Fields, I said this in the last hour, people set him up to fail this year. And he did some of it to himself. But I don't like the start for the Bears and the and the, the hype train for Justin Fields was just running at a, a speed that, that I couldn't catch up to and, and register at this, this offseason. Let's see your feelings about how down you are in the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes 
or Trevor Lawrence? Who would you rather have this week? So I think the Jaguars are winning the game. And there's a hook now. It's uh, Kansas City minus three and a half. Yesterday was at three. I love the Jags this week. But I'm never going to pass up on having Patrick Mahomes as, as my quarterback. Uh, with the quarterbacks are in football right now in the year of 2023. But Brady guy was still playing. It would be different. It would definitely be Tom Brady. But I'd still rather have Mahomes over, over Trevor Lawrence. Battle of top five picks down in H-Town. Would you rather have this week Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud? Anthony Richardson. Because I know this, Anthony Richardson is at least going to run for a bunch of yards. And he does have the ability to have a big arm as well. Um, I think C.J. Stroud, his ceiling just a good quarterback, which long-term may be better. But the early appeal, the unknown about Anthony Richardson, I'm intrigued by that. So I'll go with Anthony Richardson. History in this next matchup. First time ever in NFL history. We are seeing a first overall drafted quarterback and a last overall drafted quarterback face up against each other. Brock Purdy versus uh, Matthew Stafford. Who are you taking? This is the first time, really, there's been a number one overall pick up against Mr. Irrelevant. Think about it. How many times Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah, it's a good point. A quarterback and or making it. Yeah. Um, I'll go Stafford. He's a better quarterback, but the Niners will win the game. <laughs> Let's just keep it going because they're in the news. Zach Wilson or Dak Prescott? Can I have Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers with one Achilles yeah, or Dak Prescott with both Achilles healthy? Dak. Stop being a troll. Even asking that question. You, you couldn't even say it with a straight face. Dak Prescott. Sam Howell or Russell Wilson? <laughs> Russ. <laughs> that was easy. All right. Two more here. Let's go to Monday night games. A little doubleheader action. Remember, two games now on Monday night this week, 7-15, 8-15, 7-15, New Orleans at Carolina. This week, would you rather have Derek Carr or Bryce Young? Derek Carr. Nice and easy, nice and simple. And finally, Deshaun Watson or Kenny Pickett? I'd rather have Deshaun Watson, but I did not like what I saw from Deshaun Watson in week one. They they were the better team, uh, the Cleveland Browns up against the Bengals, but the offense basically did nothing there for the Cleveland Browns, but I, I would go with Deshaun Watson. I'm surprised you didn't ask me about two two teams here. Really? Yeah. What did I miss? What about Justin Herbert or Ryan Tannehill this week? Bad job by me. Probably the best and toughest question you'll ask. Well, it's Justin Herbert is the answer. I I don't know. I think a lot of teams take Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill stunk last week. <laughs> he was but, terrible. But, well, like, he was great for the Saints defensive backs. But I'm just saying, in, in terms of asking the question... Everyone says just, or a lot of people say Justin Herbert's overrated. I don't lie in that camp. I just thought it was uh, intriguing to ask with two teams that we talk about a lot. Are you sure you are not just hanging around Anthony Gallo too much? Noted Broncos fan, but also noted Justin Herbert hater. No, th- there are, I think there is a loud contingency of people that say that Justin Herbert is overrated. I, I don't believe in that, but I do think those people exist. Now, here's one more. Alabama quarterbacks. Tua Tungavailoa or Mac Attack, Mac Daddy, Mac Jones. Do you have your guys back? I love Mac. Uh-oh. Mac's my dude, but you said this week, this week only. Uh, how can I go against Tua Tungavailoa right now? Nice. Nice. He's save. healthy right now. Only this week, only. I'll take Tua over Mac. Nice save. I give you credit. That's You used the loophole there, right? To not throw your guy into the bus completely. Oh, there is a great photo of myself and Mac Jones. I look like I could be his offensive lineman. 
It was it's a phenomenal photo that we took together at the Super Bowl two years ago. It used to be my Twitter profile picture, but and after the the chaos of last year, I had to take it down. Matt has to earn that right back to be my Twitter profile picture. Wow. So you're kind of in a way on Team Bill here. Um, by saying no, that no, even no, though no, we no. had Matt Patricia, it's still hey Matt no, play better. No, 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 no. Please. No one told you. Hold on. Remember Michael Holly? You know Michael Holly, right? Yes. Michael Holly came up to me at the Super Bowl this year. This year, okay. And said, Zach, I remember last year when you were freaking out on Radio Row when it was suggested that Matt Patricia was going to be the offensive coordinator. And he goes to me, you were absolutely right. You nailed it right from the start. So I'm not taking Bill's side in that. I love Bill Belichick. But Bill Belichick was a moron last year in having Joe Judge and Matt Patricia running that offensive side of the ball. Made no sense whatsoever. So it's not me defending Bill by changing the profile picture. Can I give you the truth about this? Sure. Someone created a great profile picture of me. They did all these drawings and all these fancy drawings, and I threw it up there. And in the playoffs, I I did the profile picture of me and and my dear friend Deion Dawkins as well. You know, Channing Crowder set the tone tonight, dropping names left and right. So I have to drop a few names there too. So that was the change uh, history. Uh, Two pictures in between. Myself and the You Already Snow guy, uh, Deion Dawkins, and then just this picture that a, a listener created of uh, myself. So you sold I out to yourself is basically what you said. You pictured, you'd rather have a picture of you looking good by a, a drawing mm-hmm. versus you and Mac. Mac starts humming. <laughs> Mac gets his team to the playoffs, which you don't think is going to happen this year. Mac will be back in the Is it a one-game turnaround? Like, let's just say Mac he throws for 350 yards right. on Sunday night. Three touchdowns. No, 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 Patriots no. beat the Dolphins. Nope. Monday morning, you come nope. in here with the profile picture changed? Nope. Playoffs? Because, nope. I'm not you. I'm not you in terms of. Oh, please. I overreact to one game and I, I never guarantee. Th- <laughs> after one game, that's you. Like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, Russell Wilson after one half is back. Oh, it's Seattle Russell all over again. That's you. I need, if, if you are in the questionable category, I need to see some longevity throughout the duration of the season. And Mac Jones is in the questionable category right now. I think I'm in that category, too. I definitely don't want to react to one game. I'm cool as a cucumber. Yeah. You are so, so me and you are very right like now. there, where I would agree, Max got to earn over a whole season. Not one game mm-hmm. is going to switch it around. Well, put it this way. You had a good week one, even though your picks were were one and two, and, and I did better than you in picks, and I was two and one. But some of the teams you've been hyping up this offseason made you look good. No one's getting on the radio right now and saying, Hickey is this clairvoyant Nostradamus person. You need to continue to prove that with those teams throughout the rest of the season. So I'm not taking well. I'm not taking victory up yet. You yes. you are. You well, are, you are walking around shrouding like a peacock around here. Oh, look at the Bucks. Oh, look at the Browns. Look at the Rams. But no mention of the Broncos, really. Well, I think I took them to town again. I said on the on the show on Monday, if I was the owner of the Broncos, I would have made them walk home. But like, here's the thing: I don't get when you get a bad take, you should acknowledge it just as much as you acknowledge the the good take. Like over the weekend, you said Colorado. There was no way. You were like Jay Norvell. You kind of look like Jay Norvell, too. Um, you said that there's no way that Colorado was going to beat Nebraska. You were wrong. I didn't hear anything about that take. But the moment Texas beats Alabama, we get the hickey retweet of, here is Texas. Look at me. I threw out the Alabama piece of paper on the video that you put out there. And here's the Texas paper that I was hanging um, you know, uh, on the wall because you picked them. That's all I'm going to say. 
I just think you should be as equally loud when you're wrong compared to when you're right. And you're typing something, so you may be able to prove me wrong right here. So it's the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a break and come on back after these short messages. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Zach Gelb Show. All righty, welcome back in. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast on the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Uh, this was on Believe, I believe. <laughs> wow, look at that on uh, No Pun Intended. This is Giannis Antetokounmpo on one of the Bucks Believe podcasts. As long as we play and we approach the game every single day the right way and we all sacrifice for a common goal, I can see myself being in Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of my career. But the moment I feel like people are not committed as, a, as, as I am to get that uh, golden pin in the back, I, I I am not, you know, I am, I'm a Milwaukee Buck, but most importantly, I'm a winner. I want to win and uh, I have to do whatever it takes for me to win. And if there's a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I, I have to take that better situation. So I think some people listen to that and they'll say, oh, it's concerning. Now, Giannis has talked about this even before this offseason in years past. Um, this is now the second or third time I've heard it this offseason. This year and this offseason just feels different. And it's because of the way that last season ended and how frustrated Giannis Antetokounmpo was and how ugly it got with the media, with the whole, oh, you know, it's not a failure of a year. Stop asking me that question where we all know it was a failure of a season. Now, I'm cognizant of the fact that you're not going to be able to win the championship every year, but when you lose in the first round, and I know the Heat ended up getting to the NBA Finals, but Miami was down in the second playing game with their season on the line with like three or four minutes to go, and you had all those leads, and the team didn't show up. I know Giannis got hurt in the series. It's a failure of a year for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think Giannis, who's been so good with compartmentalizing the outside noise, is letting the outside noise finally get to him. And you have new ownership coming in. You have a team that had a championship window, won a championship. It was a great moment. We all know that. And then ever since, he's trying to get back there. And unfortunately, injuries have derailed this team the last two years with Chris Middleton in the playoffs, closer Chris uh, two years ago. And then this past year, a mixture of, of injuries with Giannis Antetokounmpo and other players. I don't know what the Bucks are going to be able to do. And remember, as much as I love Milwaukee and, and rock with Milwaukee, 
I don't think they're going to be able to attract the right players again, where Chris Middleton took it to that next level. And then they were able to go get Drew Holiday via trade. I don't believe that magic is going to happen again. And ultimately, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who delivered the championship, is a legend in Milwaukee. And if he leaves, yes, there's going to be some people that say, oh, Giannis screwed the Bucs, blah, 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 blah. But I think the Buck fan, which is a savvy fan, will realize, well, they didn't put the team in the best position to win moving forward. And Giannis told you that every step of the way. And I do believe that this ultimately ends with Giannis leaving the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, will they get traded? Will this be in free agency down the road? That's still to be determined. But this year will set the stage for really how crazy this gets. And if they don't win the championship this year, a bare minimum, don't get to the Easter Conference Finals and put a belief back in Giannis that he could go win a championship with Milwaukee. Then the Bucks start to have difficult decisions because then that's the, the final year before the player option for that 2024-2025 season with the player option being there for the 2025-2026 season. Hickey, the more and more I think about this, the more and more I hear this. And remember, I made a big push for Giannis to stay in, in Milwaukee. We had the hashtag, keep the Greek freak, sign that Supermax. The president of the Bucks for crying out loud, Peter Fagan, called this show on the day where Giannis Antetokounmpo signed the Supermax to say, I'm doing one radio interview. It's with you because of how positive you've been. And he thanked me for, for kind of leading that charge. I don't feel good about this. I, I'm... Waving the flag here. I, th- I I think, Kiki, Giannis, days, not days, but time in Milwaukee is, it, you could start maybe counting it down. I would be surprised if he signs a long-term extension with the Milwaukee Bucks. I would agree that he's leaving sooner rather than later. I think, though, he does sign the extension. Because we've seen now, I mean, contracts, even though they're big. Giannis doesn't seem like that type of guy. And and I know I could say that for a lot of people, but I kind of look at Giannis similarly to Damian Lillard, where I don't think they both want the drama, and Giannis doesn't want to be viewed as that bad guy. But here's the difference with Giannis and Damian Lillard. I do believe Giannis is not going to drag his feet here for several years. And if he starts to really realize that this team's not going to win another championship again. He won't continue to give this organization the benefit of the doubt like Damian Lillard has done for the longest time. I guess the thing is just for me, he's saying this now, right? I think as a warning to the Bucks and their fans of, hey. New ownership too with the Hazards. Right, like you see what's going ahead. Like it does not look like bright sunny skies ahead for the Bucks in terms of having a wide open championship window. I think Giannis sees that and recognizes that and it's starting to get out ahead of Hey, look, I don't want to pull basically LeBron James and blindside you like the Cavaliers fans were blindsided when he made a decision to go to Miami. I'm kind of giving you a soft warning of, hey, this is in the works. If they lose in the second round, let's say, in the playoffs next year, and again, Chris Middleton's not great and he's getting older and Drew Holiday's struggling in the postseason shooting, Giannis is still under contract for another year. And so it's like it's not like he has, he can leave next offseason no. cleanly. That's why I think he does sign the super match just because we've seen so many players Sign it, get the money now, and then worry about how they're going to get out in a year or two later. But last time, he waited up until the end. He waited all the way up until the end to to make sure that that long-term agreement was was agreed upon. So if we're going by that, I don't think he's afraid to wait because he knows someone will eventually pay him. And he knows someone will eventually pay him the the Supermax. Now just, yeah. I wonder if at this point he just knows it's more of a formality if he's leaving than... It's like, cause like there's, I think he wanted to stay, and we saw him stay. I, I think he's giving them an opportunity. What I'm saying is I don't really know what the Bucs could do. You need Chris Middleton to be healthy and be back to being closer Chris. 
And as much as Drew Holiday had a really good season, is Drew Holiday having a long remaining future in the NBA? Probably not as like a really damn good player. You know, the guy's 33 years old, turns 34 in a, um, you know, uh, coming up in June. So he's getting up there in age, even though he just had a really good season um, in the regular season. And here's the tough part, and it just stinks. You look at Milwaukee, it's a city that I love to go to. But with that being said, it doesn't mean that players are flocking to Milwaukee. And they were able to make it work one time. I think it's really tough to bottle that back up and find a way to fine-tune it another time is the point that I'm making. You're right, and that's and they're also now... The Bucks are in a tough spot because of the new rules with um, with the salary cap. It only makes it harder. Like, you're paying more of a luxury tax, so it's more expensive to now kind of run back these older um, teams. So it's harder for the Bucks too, now, to bring in more talent because the NBA is cracking down on these super teams and trying to create parity. So it's they're in a really tough spot timing-wise, too, in that sense as well. Can you see this happening? Just give me yes or no. I'm going to the odds right now for Giannis Antetokounmpo's next team. The favorite, plus 300, the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Giannis is a Heat culture player, too. Yes. Yes, he is. But if I'm the Bucs, do you really want to trade him to Miami? Right in the Eastern Conference. I know if you're getting rid of Giannis, you're, you're resetting the entire franchise. So maybe you just try to get the most available. But I think the way that that works is it's a year from now where Damian Lillard doesn't find his way in Miami. Maybe you take on Bam out of bio and you get a bunch of picks and Tyler Hero and things like that. And I'm not saying that you're jumping for joy if you're a Bucks fan because you're never going to get anything that's worth up to what Giannis Antetokounmpo is. But you'd hear the team Miami, and I could see Jimmy Butler and Giannis Antetokounmpo playing with uh, playing on the same team. You make a good point, though. Dame, Dame wants to go to Miami right now. The Blazers, there's nothing good on the table trade-wise for Miami that they can give them. And also, too, if they make that trade eventually, they got nothing left to, to trade for Giannis. Uh, Toronto Raptors at plus 400. I'm saying no. It's weird because I could see, I don't want to call it a small market because we know like the power of the family saw what Kawhi did um, there. But I feel as if that's a spot with it being a sport for the, you know, for the most part, most of these teams are in America, but the Toronto Raptors, I, I kind of feel as if that's like a place where Giannis could be left alone and you have a respected uh, basketball mind there in Masai Ujiri. But with that being said, is is that a team that's really getting me personally excited? No, I would not want to see Giannis playing for the Toronto Raptors. What about the New Orleans Pelicans at a plus 500? I can see that's a fun team. That's a fun team. Ugh, I don't see it whatsoever. Him, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. Is Zion still going to be on that team? No, I think you're moving off Zion at okay. that point for the Pelicans. Does Mariah Mills get traded as, as well in that deal? <laughs> well, if you're the team trading for Zion, you hope no. You know she's still tweeting about this stuff? That was, what, two months ago? I don't Three know. months ago? That feels like a long time ago. That that ship has sailed. I don't yeah. need to see any more Mariah Mills tweets popping up Hang in up my timeline. Hang up the Twitter there, Mariah. Here's a team. Leon Rose, patient, 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 patient. I don't know if Giannis... Put it this way. The Knicks would love to have Giannis. I don't know if Giannis would love New York. Um, hmm. Now, you're would a Knicks fan, so you're going to try to hype this up. But Giannis it doesn't seem like he's the guy that loves the attention... You come to New York, you're the savior. You're the king. You're the guy that's going to bring the Knicks back. It would be championship expectations. And let me tell you this, 
Well, the Knicks don't make really uh, anybody available anyway. But if you get in a press conference and you go, oh, yeah, um, this this wasn't a failure when you lost in the first round to an eight seed, that would not play well with, uh, like, the Frank Isolas of the world who I love. That would not go well with anybody. But I will say this, if it isn't, because he's been against super teams in the past, you go to the Knicks, you're going to a starved franchise that would, you would not a super team. So you could be, again, that almost Aaron Rodgers-like hero figure of the saviors here. And your best player, I would say, and I like Jalen Brunson a lot, he's viewed as a really good player, not like a, a great superstar. And he's one of those players, too, that if you do make a trade for Giannis, he's you can keep Jalen Brunson and pair him with Giannis. You don't have to be afraid of giving up something big to, in order to get something big back. Philadelphia plus 750? I can't see him with Philadelphia. Him and Embiid on the same team, I don't see that whatsoever. Well, I think that's, you would assume at that point Embiid's gone, and you're building around Giannis. Yeah, and also here's the other thing. Wasn't Giannis trying to get extra shots up in Philadelphia, and there was that whole ladder, right? Dexter knows what I'm talking about. Yep. And he told, like, the person that was working on the on the hoop or whatever, you need to get out of the way, and he pushed over the ladder. Yeah. So Philly fans would recant all those takes bashing Giannis onto oh, the Kumpo yeah, in a second for him, but I don't know. He may have to... Uh, Smooth over that beef uh, with the person that was on the ladder. It's the city of brotherly love. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and Giannis, if he loved Chick-fil-A, uh, how about him sampling cheesesteaks? That would definitely be must-see stuff. Mm. Boston plus 900? I, you have to get rid of Jalen Brown. I was going to say. That's if a good trade chip, and I would do that in a Bucks, second. right? Not a bad return in that aspect. Clippers, please, no. Uh, Mavericks, it would be fun with him with Luka Doncic, but who are you giving up to to go get a player of the caliber of Giannis Antetokounmpo? Kyrie Irving. What are the odds for the Clippers and Mavericks? I'm just curious. Okay, the odds for the Clippers are plus 900. The Mavericks are plus 1,000. Wait, did I just hear you right? You just said Kyrie. You are really was, a, You turned into a jackass. I was, I was joking. <laughs> I was joking. You said, what are you giving up? Yeah. There you go, Milwaukee. There's your answer. That's There's a Jack savior. Stern type of take right there. No, come <laughs> on. <laughs> come on. I'll be on New York Post later with Dexter Henry. Nope. Hey, Dex, how you doing? I'm doing good. No comment there. No, no comment. I'm just teasing. <laughs> All right. You talked about him maybe not wanting to form a super team. Lakers at plus 1,000. Warriors at plus 1,100. Man, imagine Giannis with Steph Curry. I don't think either of those situations would end up happening, but that would be a whole lot of fun. Um, and that's pretty much where we're willing to go. Oh, here's what – who do you think has the lowest odds here? Like 32 out of 32? I gave you just basically like 20 teams, so it should be pretty the easy to figure out. lowest odds to lowest get Lowest odds. Uh, let's see if – let's see. I have three people here. I have Rami, I have Hickey, and I have uh, uh, Dexter Henry. I just went through about 16 teams. Let's see if you guys can get. I eliminated like 16 or 17 like teams. There's like three for teams. You. There's three teams for me that are going to be. Lowest there. odds. Who do you got? I'm going to go with the Sacramento Kings. Ooh. Actually, I don't even see the. They're not even on there? I don't even see the Kings. <laughs> so on that this you're one. a winner then, right there, Dex. But yeah. that's a, <laughs> unlisted. All right. So so let me be let me clarify this. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So there's 16 teams so a little more than half the league. Th- that, that are listed here. And we just went to probably about like 12 or 13 of them. Sacramento's a good one, though, with that, that young roster. I like that a lot. Um, Hickey, what's your guess here? So on, it's on okay, this so, list. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say the Thunder probably because they don't really spend a lot of money. But The Thunder it, are not on this list. So This is via Odd Shark. Bottom six. I'll go the Houston Rockets. No. The, what that tells me is they took all the playoff teams from oh. last year. That's what it is. Well, Every the team. Rockets are on this list. Oh, they are on the list. They're at plus 1,200, but it's not the lowest on this list. Really? So lower than the Rockets, who had mm-hmm. one of the worst records. Is it the Spurs? 
No. Oh, that imagine. I, I was going to say. How does Wembenyama yeah, and Yamas Antetokounmpo work together? Lower than the rock. Lower than the rock. That's int- the magic. Brooklyn Raleigh. Nets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets at plus 2,500. You want to see Hickey just crumble and melt and freak out on the air? He doesn't say that he hates the Nets, but I know he does hate the Nets. If the Knicks don't get Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Nets do. Listen, and I'm going to say this to you, Hickey. You're a Knicks fan. You root for the Knicks. Like yes. I, like I do. You ain't hating the Nets, man. You're not hating the Nets. I'm not a Nets hater. You are. I was a Nets doubter, and I was proven right because everyone was oh, ready to crown them when no, Kevin no, no, Durant no, no, no. and Kyrie Irving went to town and said, this is not going to work, and they brought in James Harden. Then I doubled down and said, it's absolutely not going to work. I don't hate the Nets. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> I don't root against them. The legendary Bob Huesler, who used to do updates on the show before he retired. Bob, we love you. He used Legend. to do fill-in play-by-play for the Nets. Yep. And during every bad Nets game, and Bob's been emotionally invested with the team, Hickey'd be like, hey, Bob! How about that net score? What's shaking? Uh, you enjoy this I never do that game? to Bob. I love oh, Bob. That's cold. You are that's lying. cold, man. You know what? I will tweak him with Michigan football for sure. Michigan. I love Bob. I would the not Nets. drag him with the Nets. I'm telling you, I heard it multiple times. The I'm Nets saying. have the lowest odds, though. Yeah, out of those 16 or 17 teams. That's on very odd shark. Now, here's, here would be the case. People don't trust them if they get a superstar to get it right. You have the picks. They have a ton of picks right now. They do. Because of the Kevin Durant trade. They do, mm-hmm. which is why you think their odds would be higher. Yeah, that's a good point. But what I'm saying is it goes to what Hickey's saying, right, which is they messed this up with Kyrie and KD, and people are like, well, you get the stars there. Is it going to work? So I don't fault them for trade. Uh, the, the Nets are just such an irrelevant franchise. that, And this is – I yeah. grew up as a Nets fan. I don't fault them for going all in. No, you can't fault It was them. just they didn't know when to tell KD, you need to stop hitching your wagon to Kyrie, and you could still have found a way to make this work. I agree. I agree 100%. I think we've talked about this here before, and this is why you, nobody, Dallas is not happening. You <laughs> yeah. can't trade Luke for Luke is going to leave too. Yeah, you can't trade for a dude who can't. Well, you don't know if he's going to show up to work. You can't know happen. what? Let's do this. In this order, I know we got to take a break. Yes. Joel Embiid. Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Who leaves their current team first? Ooh, that's a great question. I would say Embiid one. Luka two. Yeah, and Giannis three. And I think Giannis is leaving. I never think Giannis is leaving. I think that's the right order. I like that order. I agree with that Hickey, order. Hickey, real quickly, what's your order here? Bead one, Giannis two, Luka three. Luka three. I think Luka gets fed up. I think he's up. there for the long I think Luka gets fed up with Kyrie. Yeah, but maybe Mark Cuban does some like Shark Tank deals or stuff, or stuff like that to make sure that he stays there. Maybe. You're listening to The Zach Gelb Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.